Oliver from Rugby League, in my opinion, here. And welcome back. No Cooper with me this week. He's still currently on holiday, but he will be back next week. Uh, just quickly before we get started, I want to thank everyone who tuned into the Brendan O'Hagan interview. Uh, had a lot of fun recording that one. Brendan's a great guy. and It was great uh, to be able to tell his story as well. And all the best of luck to him in this upcoming season with the York City Knights. I should have a couple of interviews as well later this week. We've just got to confirm days with a couple of people, so I'm really looking forward to get those out. Bit of an impromptu podcast today, guys. I was just going to leave the Tuesday weekly podcast this week and just get those interviews out. Um, Seeming as Coop's not here, I just wasn't going to record anything um, and get back to the weekly stuff next week. However... Yesterday, we really got into silly season, I would say, in the National Rugby League. Um, Silly season, of course, being signings here, there, everywhere. And we didn't necessarily have a lot of signings. We had a couple of confirmed signings that we'll get into first. But rumours upon rumours about players going here, there, everywhere for 2022. So I thought I'd give my two cents on those as well. And of course... Uh, getting contact through Rugby League, in my opinion, on Facebook or Instagram to give your thoughts on some of these signings and potential signings. But we'll kick things off probably with the biggest one, Corey Allen to the Bulldogs on a three-year deal. I really like this deal for Corey Allen. Um, I am of the belief that he is a better fullback than Latrell Mitchell and South Sydney should have favoured him over Mitchell for that fullback role in 2021. Uh, Just the way I've seen them play, and Allen's come up specifically as a fullback, so it's understandable. Don't get me wrong, Latrell Mitchell really came into his own in the fullback role and proved a lot of people wrong towards the end of 2020 before getting injured. Uh, You could tell he really put in the effort and he was getting a lot better in the role. However, he is still gonna he's still gonna be a better center than he is a fullback. I think because he was such a good center, it's gonna be hard for him uh, to sort of match that. And yeah, I just think Allen played better at fullback, especially for those last few weeks. He was more consistent. Uh, he didn't really have a bad game when he was in the role. I mean, barring his one Origin game, which Origin debut, he's played one Origin game. Let's not allow that to define Corey Allen's career right now. He's still an amazing player, an amazing clubman, and I think he'll do a job for the Bulldogs, and hopefully he takes his game to the next level because I believe they will give him that fullback role. Um, I don't quite think the Bulldogs are a top eight side for 2021, even with the signing. What this signing has confirmed to me, I think, and I know on the podcast a couple of weeks ago when we previewed the Bulldog season, I had them in my bottom four. I probably don't anymore. I probably have them at 11th or 12th, I'm thinking right now, because they still, they've got the pieces. They've got to come together on the field, right? They've got to have time to gel, which is understandable. Uh, The Bulldogs have also got the likes of Kyle Flanagan, um, Harrington, and they've got Kotrick coming in as well for 2021. Three amazing signings, especially as well based off of 2020 form and previous form. Um, you know, even Kyle Flanagan, who was let go of the Roosters for being not up to standard for them, but I think he was, and I think a lot of us recognise that he probably was. Um, so he's looking to get back at them with a vengeance, I guess, and have a really good 2021. However, I think 2022 might be the year it all comes together. Matt Burton coming in. I believe he'll be playing in the centres for Penrith in 2021. Um, But I think it all depends. Well, Brent Naden will be back. So he might not get as much game time then. 
because what I'd heard was Matt Burton would be playing in the centres for Penrith if Brent Nane was going to miss game time in 2021. Uh, maybe they'll find a way to have him in there, but it's going to be interesting when he does get to the Dogs because not a whole lot of NRL experience, although he is a talent, a, a, not a whole lot of NRL experience. And if he does get that experience at Penrith in 2021, um, as speculation has it, it'll be in the centres and he'll be playing in the halves at the Bulldogs. So that'll be interesting to see how he adapts there. And, of course, Josh Adekar, um headed to the Dogs as well. Um, we'll have to see how all of that comes together as well. And it, it also, it's going to be based off of how they go in 2021. Let's just say, hypothetically, they do finish in the bottom four again in 2021. Even with those bodies coming in, I'm probably not going to tip them to make the top eight straight away. But we'll just have to wait and see because these signings, they're young signings as well. They're talented signings. We've seen the talent. We know it's there. We know that when these guys hit their peak, I mean, a Corey Allen... Kyle Flanagan, they're going to be superstars. Nick Kotrick's already played Origin. I mean, you look at Heverington, just that, you know, he sort of epitomizes. I know Cooper and myself are talking about it on the pod a couple of weeks ago, uh, that dogs of war type thing. So that is going to be really, really interesting to see um, if he could sort of channel that aggression and. Yeah, the, the Dogs, at the very least, are going to be an exciting team to watch in 2021. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the other signing, uh, Scotty Sorensen, signing with Penrith on a one-year deal. Don't think he'll necessarily start for the Panthers. Uh, he's a back rower. Can he play other positions? I'm not quite sure. Um, I'll, I'll probably have to check that out. Um, if he's in sort of a Kurt Capel mould where he can maybe play in the centres if need be. But you look at Penrith's back row situation. I mean, he will be in the 17, I'm sure. But you've got Viliami Kikau and Liam Martin, they're locks for... Well, they're not locks, they're second rows, but they're locks for the starting second row in 2021. You've also got Kurt Capewell, uh, Spencer Lenny as well. And now you've got Scotty Sorensen coming in. I mean, Capel's nearly, he was nearly Queensland's best player in origin and he's probably going to be coming off the bench for Penrith. Like, he, he, he just, I don't think he can sort of break break into um, Liam Martin or Viliami Kikau's positions. They, they've just got great depth there now and it, it's a decent signing because Scotty Sorensen's a good player. But where does he fit in? He's going to have to be in the starting 17. But I just don't know exactly how he's he's going to fit. Um, maybe he can play a bit of lock if Isaiah needs to come off for a spell. I'm not too sure, actually. But I think he'll definitely be in the starting 17. We'll just have to see how Penrith plays him uh, when it comes to the regular season. Um, but now we'll move on to a few of these rumours um, that we've been seeing floating around the past couple of days, one of which I think is from two days ago. Um, so it was late, what's today, Tuesday, late Sunday night. Apparently there are multiple clubs uh, that are showing interest in Tom Dearden. Of course, they've not been named as of yet, but as things develop, I'm sure that we'll get a couple of names out there 
for who's riding for Tom Dearden. But in the end, I think he'll stay at Brisbane. I think Brisbane are going to throw their eggs in the Tom Dearden basket as they should. He's young. They still need that experience half there with him. Maybe Albert Kelly is the answer, even if he doesn't play much. And I've said it on the page before, and I said it when we did our Broncos pod, I think that Albert Kelly deserves the first crack. Just the first crack, because we've we've seen Croft and Milford before. It hasn't worked out to this point. Tom Dearden seems to be working. He just, like, he puts in the effort. He's not necessarily a game changer in terms of Brisbane win when he's on the field, but he could become that. He's still young. So he deserves to be in there, and I think he's a lock for either the six or seven, give or take. And Albert Kelly at least deserves a crack. And you know what? I see it as former NRL player who was at least decent, great kicking game, great speed. Well, I'm not too sure anymore, at least from when he was in the NRL back in the day. He's gone over to the Super League. He's won a Challenge Cup, or possibly even two with Hull FC. He's been a leader in that squad. And now he's getting a second chance in the NRL that he probably thought he would never get. He'll be chomping at the bit to try and prove himself. I'm not going to say he's going to lead Brisbane to the promised land or he's going to be an absolute revelation, but I feel like he could sort of be uh, a sort of stable pair of hands in the halves for Brisbane, which is what they've needed for a long, long time, at least the past couple of years. Um, And it looks like Milford's going to play fullback as well, which I'm for, because you need to find somewhere to put Milford where you're going to get something out of him. And I feel like at this point, the place where you're most likely going to get something out of Anthony Milford in the last year of his contract, by the way, is at fullback. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see as well. I think Tommy Dearden stays with the Broncos. I think he's their long-term half. It's just as long as they get someone in there. And I said, uh, Albert Kelly could be that guy, just someone who's a bit stable, take the pressure off him and help show him the ropes a little bit. So there's a lot of speculation around Tom Dearden right now because there are clubs interested. But in the end, I think he will stay at the Broncos, and I think that's probably the best decision as they, as the squad gets older and they get better. I, I think he's got to be there for the long term. Um, another player now, which I heard about early yesterday morning, Matt Dufty, a few clubs looking at him, same situation as Tom Dearden. I don't think it's a lock he'll stay at the Dragons just because they've got young Cody Ramsey coming through. Zach Lomax has been good at centre, but he can also play fullback. Who needs a fullback, though? The West Tigers for 2022, maybe. Which, when you look at Corey Allard, I mean, why did I not even hear a rumour that the Tigers were interested or they were pursuing... Corey Allen. To me, uh, maybe they didn't, it just wasn't publicised, but to me, if they didn't, what are they doing? Because they need a fullback. I know they've got Dane Laurie coming in 2022, but again, he's young. He's not played a whole lot of first grade. He's looked all right for Pedro so far, but yeah, I think Matt Dufty at the moment would be a good fit for the Tigers if he was to leave the Dragons. I mean, you could argue if it doesn't work out for Milford at fullback at the Broncos, he could also get it there. Um, but that's about it. I mean, maybe Cronulla. All depends on Matt Moylan. Matty Moylan seems to be, you know, making an extra effort this off-season to get back to full fitness and get 
near his best for Cronulla. As so I just take a sip of my water there. Yeah, so those are options, I'd say. Most likely Tigers, I'd have to say. No, sorry. Right now, most likely you'll stay at the Dragons, although it makes sense for him to leave. Then the Tigers, then Brisbane, then Cronulla is what I will say for Matt Dufty. We now go to someone who was rumoured to have gained interest from the Dragons, rumoured to have gained interest from the Tigers, and rumoured to have gained interest from South Sydney. Josh Mansour of the Penrith Panthers, of course, told um, pretty much Corey Allen's situation earlier this year that if he gets another contract offer, um, he's free to go. I know that Josh Mansour wants to be Panther for life. I know that he wants to stay at the club. But it's time for a Charlie Staines to get a crack, unfortunately. And it's unfortunate because it's due to injury. I mean, ever since what was it, something in his knee or he tore something. Um, He's just not been the same player for about three or four seasons now. And 2020 was probably his best season since um, he's been injury prone. But due to those injuries, he's just never been the same. You never see Josh Mansell really jump for a high ball anymore, which understandably doesn't want to re-injure himself. But that actually caused... Another injury of his a couple of years ago. Uh, that I remember the Panthers versus Titans game. Ball was put up to the corner. Anthony Don jumps for it. Josh Mansell doesn't. Gets a knee to the face. And now, of course, if he gets hit in the face hard enough, he'll have to retire and possibly lose an eye. That's how serious that's become. So, yeah. Um, out of the three options, Tiger's probably best. He would probably start at the Tigers, uh, but it's just sad to see that a couple of the young blokes who had a crack last year, like Kapoa, for example, uh, or Talau, will have to miss out. I'd say the Dragons, um, Pereira and Ravalawa were great last year. For some reason, Ravalawa was out of the side before the end of the season. I don't know why. He wasn't really dropped or anything. It just wasn't expanded upon. But Pereira and Ravalawa were revelations towards the end of last season when the Dragons picked up that little bit of form and were still an outside chance to make the eight. They were great. And I'd still persist with those two, if I'm honest. South Sydney, no. He wouldn't be starting in first grade. Like, you've got Campbell Graham there. I know Corey Allen's off now, but for me, he was a fullback, a centre, or a winger. Like, you've got Campbell Graham there. You've also got a Jackson Paulo. Oh, AJ, Alex Johnston, the top try scorer from last season. Like, Campbell Graham and Alex Johnston start. Jackson Paulo was decent towards the end of last year, and he's come through the ranks at the Bunnies. You would probably give him a crack, I'd argue, before maybe playing a man. So you've also got Stephen Masters there as well, who made his first grade debut for Souths last year. Where do you fit Josh Mansour in? Like for a year as well, like on a one-year deal. And we're about to get onto somebody um, who would also be added to South Sydney's wingers group. So... I'd have to say the Tigers makes the most sense right now. Maybe a one-year deal. 
So Tigers are in rebuild mode, although I am of the opinion, and I feel like maybe they've pushed it a bit too far already with the signings of Tamo and Offangawi and Roberts, who are all good signings. I sort of thought, save your money and go in hard for free agents in 2022, just right off 2021. Because I don't think they'll have a great 2021. They have a, a few good players, whether they can live up to their potential and how good they can play, we don't know. The only the only one player in the Tigers side right now, and we'll get into him in a few weeks when we do our preview, but the one player in the Tigers side right now that I feel you are guaranteed to get the best out of is James Tamo. And, like, consistent, because Joe Offangawi, I believe it was 2018, was nearly Brisbane's best player, so he can play amazing, but we have to admit he's dropped off a bit since then, and that's why he's eventually gone to the Tigers. Look to refine that. We know what's going on with James Roberts as well. Hopefully he can get back to some form uh, in 2021 as well. So Josh Mansour, I mean, you'd probably be getting him on a one-year deal, although I've heard they offered him two a little while ago. The Tigers are the only team I've heard that have actually offered Josh Mansell something. I don't think Souths or the Dragons have offered him anything. I think they're just displaying interest at the moment. But right now, I'd say the Tigers are probably the best fit for him. Then probably, I guess, the Dragons, then Souths. And I think Penrith, unfortunately, as harsh as it is, I think Penrith are right to give him the freedom to leave a year early, although he wants to stay at Penrith because young Charlie Staines is coming through. And I know he's been injury-prone early in his career, but I think six tries in two games, he needs to at least get a crack. Um, but now on to David Nofaluma. Rumoured to be linked with the Eels. The Tigers want to keep him for life. The Tigers have confirmed that they met a couple of days ago with Nofaluma and told him that they want him to be a club and for life. We don't know what Nofaluma said to that. This being reported by James Hooper of Fox Sports. And I apologise for not reporting on where I heard the other news. Um, But I think most of it was probably the Daily Telegraph, to be honest. I think most places have at least reported on um, these player signings that I've just spoken about or potential signings. But we look at David Nofaluma to the Rabbitohs, potentially. I like it in the sense that Nofaluma's probably, probably outstayed his welcome at the Tigers. And I say that in the best way because he is their best player. He was in 2020 had the best season of his career. Hopefully that is consistent. And I would say he probably leaves just because he wants to win a premiership. And I think he's at that higher level now. The Tigers as a whole aren't quite on that level, to not be rude, but I think he probably needs to go to a South Sydney who I think are a chance of winning the premiership in 2021. Obviously he wouldn't go there till 2022. But I think that that's a decent shout. The only problem is, of course, the depth. Like, they've got Campbell Graham, Alex Johnston, Jackson Paulo, Stephen Masters, and possibly 
if they were to sign him on more than a one-year deal, Josh Mansell. Now, Nofaluma starts. Nofaluma is arguably, or he'd be the second best winger in that team. Like, he can't go past AJ right now. Um, top try scorer this season, had an amazing year. But it'd be Nofaluma and Alex Johnston there. But then what do you do with, like, a Campbell Graham, who's been there the past few years and been pretty consistent? Um, that's what I'm thinking of. He obviously walks into the side. But do they really need him? Do they really need him? Unless they lose one of those wingers before 2022? I don't think so. I think Parramatta's probably the best fit for him. Uh, Blake Ferguson will not be returning to the club after 2021. He slots straight in there uh, alongside Mike Acevo. And Parramatta, whilst I, I think they've sort of missed their premiership window, I guess you could say they've dropped off and it's going to be hard for them to get back there. Um, I think they're still going to be around the top eight for the next couple of seasons. Um, so it's definitely still a step up for David Nofaluma. And I think he's been, and take this as you will, he's been pictured with um, some Parramatta players recently just hanging out. Um, so it ob- obviously doesn't mean anything specific, but I think, I forget it was, on one of the Eels' Instagram stories, they were like, oh, they, they made a joke about him signing with Parramatta or something. So I'd say that's his most likely destination. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say Nofaluma, most likely to Para. Then South. And I'd say staying at the Tigers last. I think he is done with the Tigers. Unfortunately, Tigers fans, if I'm wrong, and he re-signs, good stuff for the Tigers. Um, Last but not least, Benji Marshall, rumoured to... Sorry, I pronounced that wrong. The Sydney Roosters are rumoured to be preparing a one-year, $150,000 deal for Benji Marshall... This makes a lot of sense just for that one year, you know, get Marshall in and then you look to free agency for another halfback or maybe Sam Walker is a bit more mature by then. Maybe Sam Walker's a bit more ready. Maybe a Lockie Lamb's a bit more ready. Maybe a Hutchinson's more ready. Maybe a Kieran's ready. Um, Marshall would be a great mentor for all of those players as well in the season that he would be there. It's a chance for it's Benji's best chance to win one more premiership before he retires. Benji's still a great attacking player. I know his defense isn't quite there, but still great in attack. I think could complement Luke Keary well. And for 150k, that's solid. I know he was offered a 700k deal to go over to Hull FC in the Super League, but he has Fox commitments. He also has said that he wants to stay in Sydney. Um, for family reasons, but he, he also does have that contract with Fox League, and it's obviously easier if he's based in Sydney. Um, so that ticks that box as well. Personally, for me, and I haven't seen them, or I haven't seen speculation, I should say, that they are going in for him, and they could use him for 2021. I would like to see the Bulldogs make a play for Benji Marshall for the story. I think the Roosters would be a fitting end to the story because you've He'd make the top eight one last time, which he hasn't for a few years. 
being a club that is still a contender for the Premiership. But if he were to go to the Bulldogs, could finish his career playing alongside little brother Jeremy, who I think is out of favour at the Dogs at the moment. Not that he's done anything wrong, I just think Barrett wants to look elsewhere and that he might not be getting a lot of game time. But again, that's just a, a bit of speculation I've heard. Um, but I would like to see him go to the Dogs just for one year alongside Carl Flanagan, show some of the younger halves there the ropes and play alongside his brother, at least for a couple of games, maybe in his last game. So I would like to see that. However, if not, I think the Roosters is the best option. This looks good. Um, unless the Bulldogs come in with an offer. I like this deal for Benji Marshall, put simply. And that's all, guys. So, what, we've had Corey Allen sign with the Bulldogs. I like it. Scotty Sorensen signed with Penrith for one-year deal. It's good for Scotty Sorensen to get into a side who will be contending for a premiership, but I'm not quite sure how he fits. He'll be starting 17. Not sure how he fits. Uh, we've also had the Tom Dearden rumour that clubs are interested, which I'm sure they are. I'd say he stays at Brisbane. Matt Dufty, um, a few clubs interested there. Hopefully one of them is the Tigers because they could use him more than anyone right now. We've also got... I've had a mind blank. No, we've also got Josh Mansell. Tigers right now, I would say. But out of the interested clubs, I don't think any of them necessarily need Josh Mansell, although the Tigers could use him on that one-year deal. David Nofaluma to Souths. I would prefer he go to Parramatta. I think that makes the most sense in 2022. And Benji Marshall to the Roosters on one-year deal with 150k. Sign on the dotted line, Benji. I like it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it's obviously better when we've got the two people talking back and forth instead of hearing me just ramble on. But don't worry. Next week, Cooper's going to be back. And next week, cool, we're probably... We might do a season review, um, a past season review. I think we're, the next time we do it, we're going to do 2014 because a lot of people sent in that they wanted to hear a season review of 2014. Um, but we'll either do that or a Canberra Raiders season preview. We'll definitely do both. It just depends which order we do it in. And a couple of interviews should be coming your way later this week if everything goes as planned. Um, so stay tuned for those. And thank you for tuning in. I've been Oliver from Rugby League, in my opinion.